There's not a girl on this panel or on the planet today who couldn't walk outside and find a man who's going to be nice to her, loyal to her, and make her his queen. Mm -hmm. Women don't want that. So they'll sit there and go, no, I want Chris Brown. And then they'll go try to get Chris Brown. Then Chris Brown will cheat. And they'll be like, I can't believe he cheated. I am devastated. Well, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? If I go to the car garage, right, you have to make a decision what you truly want in your life. If you truly want to just find a man who's going to look after you and take care of you, you're going to be his queen. He's going to be loyal. You can find that all day, but you're going to have to settle to a degree where a lot of women perhaps are not prepared to do that. Mm. You see the, you see how women act. They'd rather chase a fraction of a real G's time than have a hundred percent of the time of a fucking dude who they don't, who they don't respect at that level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we fighting and then we love it. And we love it. In the AM, maybe we'll be nothing. And you say you like that real thuggy. Real thuggy. But you hate it when them confused flow. For real though. Love came through the front, went out the back though. Emotions are running. The pressure is coming. Can't believe you love me, cause your feelings are funny. I'm so tired of going up and down, round and round. I'm so over it. I'm breaking down. I'm about to call it quits. I done had enough of it. My heart is so cold. I can't find no love. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM Podcast. Follow me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here getting in a rabbit hole. And um, I've been sitting on this for a little minute and um, just kind of really checking out the responses and things like that. Because when I first heard this, I, I heard it on a real clip. That um, it was the song played and it was just the hook. And then the girl came on and she talked about how this is the reason why people can't find love. And we having this toxic energy and this gender war back and forth. And the song is uh the Glorilla and Moneybag Yo, On What You Want. So the first time I heard it, I heard it. I heard it from the real. I didn't hear the whole song. None of that. But just the hook part and then the girl coming on the real and talking about all that stuff. I was like, yeah, that's that's right. So I felt like it was just another little thing that just breezy mosey on through because I was like, yeah, some more bullshit, some more toxic shit, whatever. But I was sent the song and by a good friend. And you can tell <laughs> when a person knows you and they say, listen, I'm about to say this. Just listen to it. I don't want to hear all that. Man, this is blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly how she said, blah, blah, blah. Just listen to the words before you prejudge. Just listen to the words. So I was like, what song it is? I seen it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't heard the song, but I already know where it's going at. She's like, see what I'm telling you? Just listen to the words. I was like, and in my mind, it clicked because I like to pay attention to certain things, certain things people say, the inflection in their voice. And sometimes I don't think we realize that that's God speaking through people sometimes to get to you because there's something that you need to know, something that you need to see, 
something that it needs to get to you. So he will reach you through people. So when she repeatedly said, just listen to it, I said, okay. I listened to it and I'm a very neutral person. I and and I stand on that. I am never left, never right. I am strictly in the middle with everything. So I can see both sides of of a lot of things. A lot of things because I take the time to to be able to go through both sides to understand where both ends come from. So I'm listening to Moneybag Yo verse first. And then I'm listening to Glorilla verse. Yes, it's some toxic uh, relationship type stuff that, you know, man talking to a woman in the kind of way, a woman talking to a man in the kind of way. Yeah, I get that. But listening to the words, I'm able to take myself out of it because I'm not I'm not one to feel like I live in that type of environment or that type of energy and vibe between a man and a woman. So I'm able to take myself out of that and look within. And I'm looking past them saying fuck each other and this, that, and the other. I'm looking past that because I'm listening to what Moneybag Yo was saying and I'm putting myself that part into when he's saying I'm on what you own. And that's what I've been standing on coming out of 2022 and 2023. You don't necessarily have to put yourself in their shoes for the lyrics of the relationship part, but outside of the relationship part and just listening to his words, you know, that's how you have to view everybody, man or woman that comes within your life. People get mad when people give them, give, give them back what they're giving. The man is strictly saying, I'm on what you want. If you own some foolishness, as long as it ain't crashing out. Yeah, I'm on what you want. Because now that I've noticed of how you moving, how I decide to react or how I decide to move after that is solely up to me. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have a problem how I move after that. After you have revealed how you moving and who you are, if I decide to stick around, because you have the right to be able to make a decision once you see how somebody move and who they are, if you want to continue to have that person in your life. Because it's some people, no matter who they are and what they do, depending on who they are, some people can get over that because they care about them and love them. And more so, it's always family. You understand who that is? So you make a decision and a choice to put them in the box and say, okay, if this person still, when they're around, I just got to watch my stuff. But that's auntie. That's cousin. That's little bruh. You just can't have your stuff around them when you ain't paying attention. We not around because they still. You can't take them around people that you know that you real cool with that you got a relationship with and they leave their stuff around. Because now you didn't steal it, but you know who stole it. And that's your people. So now you stuck in between a situation where that's family 
That's friends, but you know family wrong. Family had no right stealing from your friends. But we don't give people the opportunity to make choices. In the event, we do give people the choices because we're upfront and honest about who we are, and how we move. We get mad when they choose to walk away or to be like, nah, that's too much for me. You say, well, shit, man, that, that's just me. You can't accept me for who you are. You, that's selfish. If a person decides that that is too much for them, they have every right to make a decision to say, nah, I can't have you around. How selfish are you to be like, oh, well, I'm, I, this is me and you. Nobody want to accept me for who they want me to change. No, you already, you justifying who you are and continue. If it is bullshit, <laughs> why do you expect somebody to want to be around you when all you own is bullshit? Nobody not want to be around somebody when they're good spirited. They, they got good vibe. They don't steal. No, nobody walks away from somebody because they're a good person. Nobody decides to say, nah, I'm going to cut that person off because they're too good. That never happens anytime someone cuts you off, in, unless in the event that someone cuts you off because you have revealed that they did some bullshit to you. So they walk away first because they have a guilty conscience because they know they shouldn't have did that shit. Whatever that they did to you, they shouldn't have done. They want you now. They want you to forgive them for their bullshit. You should forgive them. That is also selfish. If someone chooses to say, I forgive you, but still walk away. How is that hypocrisy? You can forgive a person. And not want to be around and don't want them in your presence anymore. I forgive you for what you did. I just can't be on that level with you no more. I understand that you feel like that was a mistake that you made. You wouldn't ever do it again. That's fine. But depending on what that was that you did to me and how I feel about that, I got the right to walk away. I got all that right. But we choose to be so selfish. Yet, I, and now also, with the song, you listening to the verses, you know, I've been sitting on this for a minute because I wanted to see what a lot of people say about it. And it's like, yeah, it's toxic energy. But when are we going to go back? Because millenniums should never be complaining the way that they are because we were raised by Generation X and old school people. And they told us we were growing up, even when the Internet was brought in our era, when it was brand fresh new, when we only had TV. We were taught always, well, whatever, boy or girl, whatever you see on TV, that's entertainment. You enjoy it. But, you know, that's not real. The generation that's behind us, I don't know how they got in this notion or how did it, the, the, the chain broke to where they believe everything that they see is real. That they don't have no draw line of, yeah, that, yeah, that can't be real. That's, you, you want to implement your life so much with what you see to, you want, you want to be able to relate so bad. 
And this is not even a race thing because this is not just black people anymore. This is human nature. Even white people, they see things on TV. It just depends on what you decide to implement into your life, which you see. You know, maybe the white folks see, you know, every successful person movie or or or, or streaming uh show on a streaming uh service that that white person is successful, how they make their money. They say, oh shit, they embody that. Well, on the, the black community side, we may decide that everything, everything that's filled with trauma, drama, violence, hate. We embody that. But everybody sees something, every race, every creed sees something that is mainstream and want to say, oh, damn, that's me. When are we going to get back to understanding that is just entertainment? Enjoy it. Because when I really finally listened to the song, I was like, damn. That shit tough. That because of the things that they saying, it's entertainment. But we put so much of things in music and movies that there is hidden truth that we seeing it. But it's certain things you would sit, put a draw line on this entertainment, and then you miss the real truth in these movies that they're trying to show you. That's coming about before it happened. And you just say, oh, no, that's entertainment. But music, hate in the music is real. Toxicness in that music is real. It's like how ass backwards has the world become? Very, very ass backwards. And it is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. But I looked at that and I was like, I was sitting on it for a minute. I was sitting on it for a minute and I'm glad I sat on it for a while because again, I am one that can see both sides. And I'm like, I like that. Even, even Lotto, you know, she got a song called pussy and I sent it to my homies and I was like, y'all boys need to listen to this. This girl ain't saying nothing. She ain't saying no lies. She ain't telling no lies. This is the way of the world. And if you triggered by it, that means you better tighten up. Because I don't feel triggered by it because that ain't me. But I can enjoy that because that's entertainment, because I know it's people in this world like that. So anybody arguing about it is triggered by it because that's their life. When you are responding to certain things, with emotion and aggression, it triggers you. Nothing that's not about you personally should trigger you. It, it, it should fly over your head because you'd be like, well, damn, who the hell are they talking about like that? If that ain't you. But you're triggered so much and want to go back and forth because you know those that's the life that you're living. And it sucks. That that's the that 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 it, that is like that, but I really really was like fuck, starting to realize a certain a lot of things now is is crazy. Even going back 
to, you know, I made a statement. Well, many, many statements, I may say. Um, even about the um with the Roe v. Wade thing, you know, I stood very hard <clears throat> on you a life is a life, you shouldn't abort it. And I still do have a draw line on a time frame that you should make that decision. But even with that, and I step back and just say, having a time frame, it that doesn't matter either. Because we shouldn't have a law for common sense or have a law. We should not have to force people to say you can't get an abortion. If people believe that a life is a life, you should not have to implement a law for them to feel morally right to not do it. We we are getting to the point now that we're fighting that some, we're feeling like People are making us do stuff. And yes, some of the stuff is bullshit. And some of the stuff you should really feel like, hey, I got common sense. I I, I know not to do that. You know, but with the abortion thing, we are all on both sides playing God and we shouldn't. Who are you as a judge to judge that woman for getting an abortion? You are not her judge. You're not. Now, on the flip side, as a woman, no matter how the situation happened, they say birth is a blessing, even through how it happened. And that's how it happened anyway. Even the wrong way of being impregnated. It is a blessing that if it was done in the wrong way, incest, rape, God has given you a blessing to turn it around because it is born into sin. So now he has given you something that you make, you make great because it was, it was made out of demonic behavior. So it is up to you now as a parent to be able to turn that blessing around to make sure it is a blessing and it walks the correct way in this world. So who are you to play God to terminate it? So on both sides, I see both sides. I see both sides in it. And I understand, but I, I, I at first I didn't. And I want to shout out to everybody that, you know, even had an input on a Facebook post or any time that I have gotten into a panel about it, that it had resonated in my mind and not just seeing one side of it. You know, we keep stressing God gave you the freedom to choose. And that is true. When that woman gets an abortion, no matter how many times, she has to make herself right because she will be judged for that, for the creator. That is something she has to sleep with. She has to live with. It's not up to me to judge her for that. It's not up to me to make a law for her 
not to do it. God tells you what to do and what not to do in that book. In them basic instructions before leaving earth. He's given it to you. He's given you the blueprint. There's more than abortion that we still. He gives us the blueprint and we still stray away from it. Abortion, abortion is just one of them. But now we laser focusing on, on, on abortion because incest, raping, killing, being homosexual, all of that stuff is in, but we we still decide to do it. So abortion is lumped into that. But he tells you what to do and what not to do. If you you have the freedom to choose if you're still going to do it or if you're not going to do it, because he's telling you, I have told you right from wrong. I'm not going to stop you from doing it. I'm going to allow you to do it because that is your test. So are you going to follow through with it? No matter what the sin is, God will never stop you from doing anything that's wrong. He would allow you to do it. It is up to you now to make it right after you have done it. He knows your heart. He knows there's women out here using that just for contraception. He knows that they're being careless and he's doing it and they're just going to pay the money to get the child aborted. He knows that. He knows when it was made out of demonic behavior again. He's expecting you to still go through. Because that is your blessing. That you are going to have to make good. If you decide to stray away from it and terminate it, hey, that is your God you got to talk to. But it is not our job to make rules on certain things like that. And I appreciate people who came at me and and said some of the things that they said. I think a lot of it was out of emotion. But I am one. That accountability. And when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'm right. Now, I'm not wrong for how I feel. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I'm wrong for saying, hey, don't do it. But I feel like I'm right by saying, you know what? That's on you. When he lined you up up there and he tell you them eight abortions that you had, you was wrong for that. And if he still, if your good overlay your bad, then he'll probably he'll let you in. But if it's not, them eight abortions may be the tipping point that <laughs> he don't bring you home. That's up to you. But I had to realize, you know, it, that's not my business. And also <laughs> that someone coming to me about it, you know, I have to realize too, it's a, it's a very touchy subject, but I think people know ahead of time when you come to me about certain things, advice, yeah, you leaving with the truth. 
whether you like it or not. So I think people know ahead of time in certain things, if they don't want to hear the truth or they don't want to hear my opinion, they won't come to me and talk to me about it. And that's respectful. I don't, I don't, I don't feel any type of way about that either. That just means people know me. Whatever you will come to me and talk to me about what you want to come to me and talk to me about. I can't get mad that you held something from me because again, may, you made that decision not to come to me because maybe there's something that you wanted to do and you knew it was wrong and you did not want to hear truth that was going to talk you off the ledge. And maybe you know it's the truth. Maybe you know I'm right. Maybe you just don't like the way that the truth comes from me. And you like, I'd rather hear the truth from somebody else because that nigga going to cut. He going to cut. And I'm going to feel it. Maybe I need somebody that's going to be a little softer that's going to tell it to me. Maybe you need somebody that's going to be an amen corner to you to make you feel good. I respect that. I I don't see anything wrong with that. Why should I? People come to me when they know that it's like, you know what? I know this man going to tell me the truth. And some of them really like, you know, I, I felt like I was tripping. I felt like I was tripping. And I, but I know if I'm tripping, you're going to tell me. But I know if I'm not tripping, you're going to tell me also. And those are the people and the friends and the, and the people that I want to be around. They, I want them to be around and to stay around. Because you understand me and you understand I ain't going to say nothing that's going to hurt you. I ain't going to say nothing to disrespect you. You may now you may take it wrong and feel disrespected. But if you just coming to me for advice and a friend. Why would I disrespect you? Why? Why would I intentionally use things to insult you or to disrespect you or to degrade you? Now, the things that I may say, you may take it as degrading or hurtful because maybe it's like, well, damn, you look within yourself and say, well, damn, is is that fucked up? You really see it like that? In your opinion, me telling you this or what I did, you, you view it as that fucked up? Damn. But you shouldn't take it as disrespect and I'm disrespecting you. It's whatever that you did, whatever that you coming to me about maybe the situation and the action is what I'm talking about not you people take everything personal because it's actually the personal actions it's really it's really that they're really doing what you're saying and they and they looking at you and they feel like how dare you call me out like that who are you and they will say, who are you to sit so high and mighty? Uh, that's not where I'm going at with it. But am I lying? Just tell me, am I lying? Or you just don't want to hear it? Just That's what you have to be honest about yourself about. You just don't want to hear it. But... 
I, I, I really, that was something, those two things was definitely, um, I was sitting on that for a while. Now the, the abortion conversation just came up, um, last night. Um, shout out to my dog, Neil on the real unwoke. He put me on a panel, uh, with some young ladies that he, uh, he met, um, on a, on a, uh, a site to where, you know, a lot of people have conversations and that's when he told me that I was like, man, that's dope. That's dope. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the two ladies was Akira and Michaela, you know, so they were definitely good sports because we both, well, all of us had different views. Um, you know, Neil was on one side and the two young ladies was on another side and you know me, I'm in the middle. So I'm going to have opposites depending on what it is. So I'm, I'm technically on a different side, depending on what it is. But that, that definitely was a dope, dope. Be on the lookout guys for, um, for Neil's. He's going to start off his panels again. And that's something that we're going to end up doing, uh, coming back into this year, getting back on that and having people to come on and having those conversations on YouTube. Um, so be on the lookout for that and make sure y'all go check out his content. It's the real unwoke, uh, on YouTube is definitely dope, but I really, really appreciate you guys coming through once again. Um, Thank you for everybody who's been sticking around. Like I said, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I'm enjoying every minute of it. I'm enjoying every minute of people reaching out, giving me content ideas. I appreciate the people that's reaching out to collab. I appreciate all of it. Um, I'm inviting everybody. You want me on your platform? I'm there. You know, you want to come on mine? You welcome. Um, shout out to my dog Ove, Chef Ove. Uh, the Lunchbox Podcast is dropping on the 15th. Uh, check out that new episode and make sure y'all go check out my dog Mike um, and Ronnie on Mindfuck. Those guys are definitely, man, new in the podcast game. And go show them some support. Those guys have definitely been in the rabbit hole and you've heard them speak. And you know those guys definitely talk that talk. Make sure you go and check them out on their platform. Um, it's nice to have them on mine and they, and you hear them with me. But definitely go check them out by themselves and, and, and see how their stuff is going, how they run their, their system, the conversations that they have. Everybody show everybody support. It's enough. It's enough support to go around on all these podcasts. Definitely. It's everybody staying in their lane and everybody that's listening got a certain lane that they enjoy. It's so many, so many podcasts out here that fits what you looking for. And it's healthy competition to get viewers and listeners. 
But it's always good to to know that everybody is able to still listen to everybody. There are certain episodes on each of everybody's podcasts that may strike you, may hit you, and you, you're interested. So make sure y'all do that. I appreciate y'all for coming through again. And you're in the rabbit hole. And it's JP on the FWM Podcast. Bye with me. Fuck my hoe. Fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Leave me alone. Don't text my phone. It is what it is. I'm on what you on. Fuck my nigga. He ain't shit. Boy ain't good for number dick. Plodging like you with your niggas. Pussy boy, you with that bitch. What? Asking me about bitches in the city that she think I'm fucking. Look dead in her eyes before I lie. I'd rather tell her nothing. Ah, so you ain't got shit to say now, huh? Dumbass. I'd rather tell her nothing smirking in her face. What the fuck funny? Then I say change the subject. Let me know right now. What? If it ain't no future up. Cause one too close to zero Gotta keep me some on top She like, oh, you do too much so? I reply, you don't do enough oh. Even when we be into it I can still pull up and fuck uh. Walking straight up out the house You say I never hug and kiss you Trying to see me every weekend Damn, I need space to miss you No, I love you, bae Our problems go away when my dick in you When I call myself trying to do shit right here Go another issue Man. Fuck my hoe, fuck that bitch I don't give a fuck about none of this shit Leave me alone, don't text my phone It is what it is, I'm on what you on. Fuck my nigga, he ain't shit. Boy ain't good for number dick. Plodging like you with your niggas. Pussy boy, you with that bitch. All that telling folks I'm crazy. Tell them how you got me fucked up. Your mom ain't got no daughters. Boy, you ain't them bitches, brother. The then you told me that you knew the bitch, but you ain't say you fucked him. Mm. Oh, cheating ass, toxic ass, good dick motherfucker. H-O-A. With my man today, hmm. Back outside tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be done with him today. Then be at his house tomorrow. I'll be busting out the windows. Got him switching up his car. He won't find shit in my phone but them little pictures of his card. Constant bringing up my ex and shit. He must want me to go back. Huh? I could really pop my shit for real, but I don't think he know that. Know that. Cut that nigga off for good to show him that I'm on it. And he'll never, ever, 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 ever get his hoe back on the Fuck my hoe. Fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Leave me alone. Don't text my phone. It is what it is. I'm on what you on. Fuck my nigga. He ain't shit. Boy ain't good for number dick. Plodging like you with your niggas. Pussy boy, you with that bitch.